Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Just Saying Football with Jack and Sean. I'm your host, Sean Gannon, along with my partner, Jack and Nicholas. We're here to bring you news, notes, weekly updates, and game analysis for your favorite teams from around the league. If not the chance, go check out our website, justsayingfootball.com. Follow us on Instagram at just saying no GWJS for article and video updates. And don't forget to get us in your ears on Spotify at Just Saying Football. It is week two. Week one is in the books. Yep. Obviously, some injury news. You want to you want to tell the people if they somehow don't already know about this? Yeah, obviously, if you didn't see Monday Night Football, Aaron Rodgers, four snaps and a torn Achilles, and his Jets season is done, 38 years old. Not what anybody was expecting going into the night. Um, you know, despite the Jets getting the win, obviously a huge loss there. What else did I miss there, Shanzi? Oh, uh, well, we just had two brutal losses for our teams. It was a surprise to see the Vikings lose to the Buccaneers in that fashion. And then yeah. obviously um, the New York Giants. Yeah, I was there seeing it, watched it. Didn't didn't need to see much more. It was uh, a blowout in every sense of the game. But, you know, like you said, some very crazy upsets last week, including, you know, Seattle, the Rams kind of coming out of nowhere. This week we got some great action for you. Um, you know, last week, you know, we went in a little more speculative. Now we have a one-week sample size, so we really got a good look at these teams. We're going to get to get into the thick of it soon, but let's jump right into our blowout games where we agree on every single one of these ones this week. Let's kick this right off with the Chargers taking on the Tennessee Titans in Tennessee. LA is currently favored in this one by minus three, over under here of 45 and a half. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so obviously Chargers did not get the win last week, but Miami, you couldn't stop them. But this week, it's more of a stagnant offense with Tennessee. You expect the Chargers to continue to run on the ground. Last week, 40 attempts on the ground, 234 yards and three touchdowns. Um, you know, I'm expecting them to kind of beat Tennessee at their own game this week. Take, take the spread on L.A., no problem. Yeah, I like the spread on this one as well. I just think that the Chargers have a little bit more to prove on defense. They're going to show up in this one. The yeah. Titans had three turnovers last week. Their offensive passing was not quite there at all. Yeah. Um, obviously, Derrick Henry, you can start him in fantasy. He'll probably have a big day. Moving this right along, we have the Las Vegas Raiders making their way to Buffalo to take on the Bills. Buffalo is favored in this one in the largest spread of the week at minus 9.5, over in here at 47 and a half. What are your thoughts? Obviously, the tough loss for Buffalo on Monday. Yeah, now they're at home, and the Raiders got to travel all the way from Las Vegas. I think that's definitely a huge advantage. Um, Buffalo, obviously, a little bit of a shorter week, but um, you know, Vegas got the win last week. Technically, they're ahead in the AFC West, but I will say Buffalo, a lot of mistakes, and when Josh Allen makes mistakes, he usually has a nice bounce-back game. I am weary about that spread, but I will say I like the Jacobs over 75 rush yards. Uh, Buffalo's defense let uh, Dalvin and Brees run all over them last week. Yeah, I'm worried about the spread as well. I thought the Raiders kind of surprised last week a little bit. I'm definitely going Buffalo, though, of course. I do think they're going to have a huge comeback. I also think the 75-and-a-half spread. I think that if the Raiders can back to this run game, get Josh Jacobs a little bit more involved. Yeah. They weren't super efficient last week. He really helped Jimmy Garoppolo settle down and then get Devontae open uh, a little bit more. Granted, he was pretty open last week. Yeah. Got the touchdown <laughs> and stuff. Uh, but that will really help him uh, – Help them out. Anyway, keeping this moving along, your New York Giants making their way to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Giants favor this one by minus five and a half. Over under here of thirty four over thirty nine and a half. I'm so sorry. What are your thoughts? The Giants obviously had the rough forty to nothing loss. Yeah, obviously, um, you know, they're expected to win in this one just off the fact that Arizona is probably not favored in any of their games this entire season. The Giants have a chance here to really make a statement. Um, against Arizona. They are, you know, traveling across the country there. I, I don't know about that spread just yet but i think this is the perfect opportunity for kind of what i expected last week for the giants defense to step up um i like the giants to win in this one obviously 
Yeah, I think uh, Giants defense sneaky start in fantasy potentially. We saw that the Cardinals yeah. didn't move the ball too well against Washington. They got the defensive touchdown, which made the scoreboard look a little bit better. Um, I also expect that the Giants will ba- bounce back huge on defense. Uh, Wink Marndell was not accepting the performance last week. We yeah. know that for sure. Um, and with Joshua Dobbs, you just saw they were not moving the ball very well. He signed in there late. He's only been in the building for about two weeks now, coming on like two and a half weeks. So it still kind of makes sense. Zach Ertz, so a ton of targets, just something to keep in mind. Moving this right along, we have the two best secondaries, arguably, in the NFL, with the New York Jets making their way to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Dallas is favored in this one, minus nine, over under here with 39 and a half. Both teams coming off of primetime games. How are you feeling? Yeah, and obviously uh, both teams coming with wins. Like you said, it's it's really interesting to see how these teams are going to kind of respond. Um, will Dallas be able to keep that momentum from the blowout last week? And how is Zach Wilson really going to be able to kind of respond? Um, you know, obviously uh, Garrett Wilson, you know, versus Trayvon Diggs, that's going to be a prime matchup to watch this weekend and definitely a determining factor to see if the Jets can get moving. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I said it last week and I'll say it again. Uh, when Zach Wilson is in, it just seems like they get all these turnovers and then yeah. they don't do much with it. We saw it last week. Um, they'll probably manage a turnover or two here for sure. This defense is fantastic. Yeah. Will they capitalize on it? I don't know. I we, we got a lot more to see from Zach Wilson, obviously, and we've heard that they're exploring different quarterback options. What that is, we have no idea. It's all just speculative right now. Uh, I do think CD gets more yards, though, than Garrett Wilson. I like uh, that. I like that. Sure. I will also say, looking at some sack props for this one, the Jets' offensive line did not look as good as their defensive line. Yeah, and the – Dallas Cowboys defensive line looks fantastic. So (laughs) hit that one for sure. All right, let's move this along into our mad games. We're going to disagree with a few of these. Starting right off the bat with the Washington Commanders making their way to Denver to take on the Broncos. Denver favoring this one minus three and a half. Over under here of 39 and a half. What are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, obviously, um, you know, Washington came out last week. Brian Robinson is obviously, you know, number one running back. We didn't know if it was going to be a committee with him and Gibson. Um, but it is definitely his team. Um, I will say I like the commanders in this one. Um, last week, I didn't really have any idea how there was a difference in the Sean Payton offense. Uh, it's... I don't think I didn't think he was the one running it. It was just an imitation of exactly what last year was. They picked right up from week 18. It seemed like I'm going with the Broncos in this one though. The defense for sure is, is solid. They will yeah. not let people score on them. They'll let you score like 16 points and that's a great place for a defense to be uh, uh hovering at mm-hmm. and now they have a really favorable team i think in this one against the commanders considering that it's howell's second career game start only in his second year yeah. he played okay 61.3 percent of his completions 202 one for one he did score one on the ground as well true, true. Uh, but that was against the cardinals we saw they struggled uh that was also at home now it's his yeah. first away game so for me i'm going with denver in this one i think that if jerry judy's able to be in this one he's coming back from the hamstring injury will only help his offense even more yeah jerry judy wouldn't wouldn't start him this week but it's definitely interesting to see I, I like Denver's at home so I get that too their defense plays amazing at home um, so we'll see who wins that we're opposing on that one I know all right keep this moving right along with the Green Bay Packers making their way to Atlanta to take on the Falcons Green Bay is favored this one by minus one and a half over under here 40 and a half resurgence for the defense of Green Bay for sure last week I'm yeah. sure everyone loved that especially against the Bears what are your thoughts so you love the Falcons I I do love the Falcons this season I love Bijan Robinson I wish Desmond Ritter was able to throw to Drake London and Kyle Pitts a little bit more, but I will say they looked fantastic last week. Um, both 15 plus touches and 75 yards and combined three touchdowns between Tyler Algier and Bijan Robinson. I remember last year, you know, they just had Algier and it was like, oh, he needed this partner. Now together they look unstoppable. Um, 
Packers defense, like you said, get definitely going to be a test. Um, I am leaning towards the Falcons at home. Um, I like them kind of as the underdogs in this one, but I will give Jordan Love his flowers. He showed up last week, and it wasn't just because the Bears are not that good. It is because he he was there. He's ready. He's in his third year, so you you got to respect that he's sat and waited his time. Yep, and Aaron Jones, two-touchdown performance. When you have him going, that offense just seems to be running all the more uh, efficient. I'm going with Green Bay in this one. Ritter we saw last week, 50 for 18, 115 yards, played this game manager role. We know that the Arthur Smith offense, they're going to run the ball when they're winning, run the ball when they're yep. losing, run the ball no matter what's happening in the in the game. Um, so this yeah. is a great secondary right now. The Green Bay, I don't expect them to pass a lot. I'd sit Drake London, probably sit Kyle Pitts as well, truthfully. If it's not yeah. Bichon or Tyler Algelier, as we just learned, probably not going to start them in fantasy. I do think Green Bay walks through with the win. And also hit the under on the 40 and a half. I don't think it will be... Uh, a high scoring game. I think this is, could be like a 25 to like, you know, like seven to 13 kind of win. Interesting. So, I mean that 40 and a half, it makes me think like, how is Atlanta, you know, going to be kind of supporting that? Like you said, if they have to wind up passing from being down, are they actually going to be able to kind of repeat what they were able to do last week? Um, I do. I do. For me, I like the over. So I'm kind of posing here to, I kind of like, I think that both of these teams, I think Atlanta's defense is good, but the Packers are one of those teams where they could definitely expose the weaknesses, and I think they could kind of keep it closer than we think. All right, I like it. Let's keep this moving along with the Chicago Bears making their way to Tampa Bay. Oh, they hurt me. Uh, take on the Buccaneers. <laughs> too, soon. Ta- too, too soon. Tampa Bay favorite them, so I'm minus 2.5, over under here at 41.5. Uh, I'm going with Tampa Bay right off the bat. The Bears are still playing like the Bears. It's not the huge MVP leap that we've been hearing about all offseason. Yeah. Granted, there's still a ton more games for Justin Fields to bounce back. Um, I just don't know if it's going to be the game. Buccaneers, granted, they gave up a ton of yards to Justin Jefferson. It was all in the first half. They shut him down in the second half. They walked away with the win because their defense you know, just clamped down on us. Yeah. And I think that they could do this against Justin Fields. Well. I think they can do that. You know, they in uh, What Sean was saying to me off camera is that Tampa Bay did a good job exposing the interior offensive line of the Vikings stopping the run game. That is really where Chicago has their weaknesses, and they try to use their strengths with the run game. So I think this so, is a we you know so bad a silver platter kind of for Tampa. We didn't expect Tampa to be good, but I have to say after the win last week, favorable favorable game week two, it wouldn't shock me if they wind up being two oh no. I'm gonna go with you on that. Um, I like them. You know, they're favored at two and a half. Usually, I say two and a half. Nobody has any idea what's gonna happen, but um, you know, I think Mayfield. I will say. He looks a lot more poised in this offense than he kind of looked in any of the last couple teams he's been popping around. That's for sure. Minus the one drive with the Rams uh, last year. Minus that. that. Immortalized. Yeah. (laughs) You know, that's that's the only things he had going on. All right. Moving this along, we have an AFC North matchup. It should be a good one. Baltimore Ravens making their way to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Uh, Cincinnati's favorite in this one by minus three and a half, over under here of 46 and a half. We did not get to see this game last year with Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow. Lamar Jackson with both these games last year with these injuries. So be a good fun time, I think, this game. Yeah, I think I think, you know, both of these uh are, you know, these are two of the young, great quarterbacks. Both of them just got paid this offseason. We know they're gonna be matching up twice a year for the next five years at least. So what I think it starts here with you know, we're looking at these guys as, all right, this is the seasons. Both of them have their money, their weapons, their teams are looking good. It's time for one of them to show which one is going to win this division. Because Cleveland is good, but I don't know if they're better than both of these teams when we're going down an 18-week stretch. I feel the same way about Pittsburgh. And I think whoever wins this game, we're going to see them a lot different. Like, if the Ravens win this game, 
they're probably going to be the favorite for the AFC North for the whole season. So I am going to go with the Ravens. I got to say, last week, it wasn't just about the fact that I felt like the Browns have Joey Burrow figured out. I think it was genuinely just the, the, the Bengals are kind of collapsing in the wrong direction for me. You know, I think we've, we've seen this happen a few times with some of these great teams. The Chiefs yeah. do it oftentimes early on. We saw it last year when they think they were like two and three and everyone was like, oh. Yeah, good point. Oh, no. Yeah. And then Super Bowl champions. I think that the Bengals are, are of that similar mindset. I think that the, the Browns showed out. It's week one. They came after them. They rattled them. They shut down the offensive line. They didn't know what to do. They just cut yeah. Leo Collins after they just signed him to this uh, yeah. fairly large contract a few years ago. I'm going with the Bengals. You know, they have to have a bounce back game. Yeah. It's in front of their home team this time. It'll be a little bit better for them. There was no excuse really for that week one performance in all accounts. I mean, T. Higgins didn't get, did not have a single reception that game. On Jamar eight Chase, targets. yeah, and Jamar Chase barely had anything. Only 81 passing yards were a mass. Mixon was non-existent. I do think that like you just have to make a comeback from this. Zay Flowers though, week one really showed out. They will have a huge task on at hand, Cincinnati. If they if they lose this game, I think you know it's not the place they want to be in. I'm not of that mindset yet. Yeah, yeah. But I I can see you know we'll we'll, we'll come back to this moment again yeah. in week five no, and, yeah. and we'll like, and, put and we'll me, see you know put me down in, in like five weeks and make me my words for me. Last week was a bigger problem than just Miles. Like I'm telling you. I feel like right, Zedaria Smith was there too. It Your guy like Dalvin Tomlinson, both former Vikings, also play that they were running last week. It's like you can't have the a team run by Joe Burrow be predictable. And this week, the Ravens' defense is a little bit worse, but the offense presents a lot more of a burst. So I'm interested to see. But I like the Ravens. This is gonna be a this is gonna be a dogfight. Let's see what Zach Taylor dials up. All right, moving this right along. We have the Seattle Seahawks making the way to Detroit to take on the Lions. Detroit favoring this one by minus five and a half. Over here, forty-seven and a half. Seahawks disappointing week one uh, performance. Yeah. Lions though, right and high from that week one. We saw yeah. Dan Campbell post game speech. I was ready to suit up, even though he wouldn't sign me. But I was ready to suit up for him. You could be. I, I could see you as like a like Dan Campbell like tight be like end, backup you know? water guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Was, oh, you like the, tight end? Like, Thank you. Yeah, even better. Yeah, that's even better. I was gonna say just because like you'd be like I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not trying to like do all that. And you'd be like, no, we just need you to hit somebody. <laughs> that's it. Like. He's that kind of coach. I will say this is like the meeting of two very interesting coaches, like Dan Campbell Pete and Pete Carroll. Carroll. I can picture them as guys who like go and get a beer together, but like they just they go to the they theater like, together yeah, for some reason, just, you know? Yeah. Like they don't. I don't know. They just don't uh, strike me as like similar guys, similar coaching styles. Both successful at their jobs, but the Lions, man, they're at home after we beating the Super Bowl champions, and. Now you got the Seattle, who's who just got a shocking divisional loss, and uh, I will say I, I I like the Lions spread five and a half. They got to show out in front of their city, um, and I like the forty seven. I think that they're just going to go off this week. I I would definitely hit the over. I'm also going with the Lions. I don't like the spread though. Um, I think it's going to be closer. Seattle needs to make a comeback, especially in the NFC NFC West. The Rams were a huge shock to everyone, including ourselves. Um, 49ers are playing great. It's a tough yep. division. They just made the playoffs last year. They're ex- they have high expectations. They had two huge draft pickups. Expectations are high in Seattle, and they have to bounce back in this game. Even if they suffer a loss, we just need to see more than what we saw last week. Yeah. If we're going to see improvement upon that, I think we can feel a little bit more comfortable with Seattle and what they'll be able to do. But I'm definitely locking in Detroit uh, on this one. Keeping this moving right along, we have the match, the first matchup of two rookie quarterbacks going against one another this season. The Indianapolis Colts making their way to Houston to take on the Texans. Houston's favorite this one by minus one and a half over under here with 39 and a half. 
Uh, not a bad day for Anthony Richardson. Got his first passing touchdown and rushing mm-hmm. touchdown all in one day. Yeah, and he obviously, you know, he he stepped up. Everybody asked, you know, he only played one season in college. What is he going to look like? He's going to have to play Trevor Lawrence twice a year for the next couple of years. He's, he's, I mean, he looks fantastic to me for a guy who just lost Jonathan Taylor after yeah. practicing with him all summer. Um, Houston, though, how did you feel about their guy, C.J. Stroud? Obviously, passed a fun fact, you know, passed his first pass attempt to himself. Uh, joined only him and Brett Favre to do that. Not not a bad list to be on not, uh, not, overall. Not bad company. No, not bad at all. Look, at the end of the day, they didn't score. He wasn't, you know, but he moved the ball down the field, 242 yeah. yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Truthfully, I think Richardson right now is probably the more uh, dynamic one that you're a little bit worried about. Will Anderson mm-hmm. Jr. will have his day cut out for him. Also, speaking of Richardson, if you have Rodgers in your league and you're looking for a quick pickup, maybe in a 12-14 man league, yeah. I think Richardson could be a viable pickup right there for you, especially I'm assuming Russell Wilson's probably out on the waiver wire. You know, maybe Kirk Cousins, but someone yeah. might have already been, uh, picked yeah. him in up. In most cases, somebody drafted Anthony Richardson. Like, I know I drafted Anthony Richardson just as a safety blanket, a QB2 on my team. This is that why. I didn't go high. You 10 know, carries, 40 QB2. yards, and a touchdown. That's why. You want that. You That's want exactly that out of a want. quarterback. If if you had that out of any quarterback, you'd be just happy to get that extra point. I think he looks poised. I do like him on the road. I would have loved to see him beat Jacksonville last week. The Indianapolis Colts defense. That was a close game. They do look better than we think. And I think that showing up against C.J. Stroud, the Colts defense could it could be an interesting stream for me this week. You may not have them, but if you're questioning your defense this week. I like it. I'm also going to go with the Colts in this one. I think that C.J. Stroud gets his first passing touchdown. Robert Woods was also a huge factor in that game. Um, So I hope to see him maybe as like a blanket that gets like one more final solid season uh, in there. under the Houston kid, uh, they said he's going to be getting more involved every week. So I'm excited to see him. He's a speedster. Damian Pierce just need a little bit more from you for my fantasy (laughs) team, and that would be great. But moving this right along with the Miami Dolphins. Making their way to New England, take on the Patriots. Miami is favored in this one, minus two and a half, over under here, 46 and a half. Now, look, the obvious here is to talk about what Tua and Tyreek Hill did, and rightfully so. Yeah. But I just don't want it to get lost that at the very beginning of the offseason, everyone was like, is Mac Jones going to be around? Is he going to start? Et cetera, et cetera. 56 pass attempts, 35 completions, 366, three and one. Not not bad considering that most people would say that the wide receiver core out there is not great, and he went yeah. up against. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. So let's get lost in the Tua and Tyree Kill because we're both going Miami on this one. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're definitely both going Miami. I'm actually also going, I'm going to go Miami spread. I think that it's it's New England this year. I just want to say it. The formula is they have the hardest schedule. Everyone's doubting them. Their defense is better than we think, and none of it matters. Like they could come out and win this game, but I could genuinely see them just getting like losing the game because it's one of their harder scheduled their harder scheduled ones. But they have the pieces not like Miami. They have, like, the boring pieces. You know what I'm saying? Miami has the speedster receivers. But New England, just they just run the ball. They have the good defense. It's and not that, pretty. If they can slow down Miami, then they Keep have a the chance. Keep the offense off the field. But how can they do that with two with throwing 466 yards last week? You throw 366 right back <laughs> again somehow, and you hope for the best. Because, look, at the end of the day, they still give up 34 points. Um, and a ton of yards to to Herbert. I think we have it somewhere in here what he threw. I think he uh, threw 226 last 226. week against... You know, that's... 
Yeah. I mean, that's not great. Well, his team ran for 40 yeah. attempts. Yeah, so by they're the able way. to run the ball. We saw. Um, yeah. We saw the, they still ran the ball a lot. The Patriots. There's a there's a, a method here. It's not going to be fun because Tyreek Hill can score like yeah. that, and his offense can score in two seconds. But, but there's there's Christian a way Gonzalez, here. Gonzalez, you have your work cut out for you. Yeah, big <laughs> time this week. All right, let's keep it moving. We have our two games of the week, and our first one is the Kansas City Chiefs making their way to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. Kansas City is favored this by minus three. Over under here fifty one and a half. Now this was a playoff uh, game last year in which the Jaguars lost in Kansas City. Yeah, and you saw Zay Jones walk up to Trevor Lawrence and say, "It's okay." We'll be right back here next year. So how do you think they're going to do in this one? Yeah, well, I just want to bring up Zay Jones making that crazy acrobat catch last week. Uh, You know, he's like, don't forget about me with Calvin Ridley doing all this stuff. But, I mean, Kansas City has been at the top of the AFC mountain for the last couple of years. And Jacksonville was at the bottom. And now they've built this team around Trevor Lawrence. The defense looks good. They're trying to go back to the playoffs. They're the favorites in their division. They're at home in this one. They got KC coming off a loss. But I still feel like I got to pick KC. And I don't know why. Like, like, am I What do I do? I don't know. Because I'm like... It's a crazy. It, how do I bet against Kansas City again? No, I think that there's like a there's a logic there. Jaguars didn't play great against the Colts, yeah. who we expected to. I mean, they ended up winning by a big margin, but there was a point in the game where a better team like yeah. Kansas City could make a comeback and win against them. Um, they just got Chris Jones back. Kansas City signed his one year, twenty five million dollar contract, huge, similar to what yeah. Daniel Hunter did in Minnesota. They're they're doing Give something the similar there. You, Give him the big one, then figure it out next off season. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like we're just gonna push this off a year. Just please, please don't leave. Um, so there's there's a method here. I'm I'm yeah. in Jacksonville's camp though. I think for me, it's they're at home. Kelsey's out. They have a balanced offense. Tank Bigsby was involved. He had the fumble, which was mm-hmm. brutal. Tra- uh, Travis Etienne was running the ball pretty well. Uh, the wide receivers of Trevor Lawrence were were Fantastic. all getting hit. They were Zay Jones catch. Calvin Ridley was involved. Got a touchdown. The inter- the few interceptions that did happen. The one interception that happened that was rough. You, you know, but I think it's it's all Trevor yeah. Lawrence. I think that this is their game for sure. They're at home. The, the fans will be there. They've got a huge win. They're going to go two zero in this division. It's their this is their division to lose Jacksonville. And if you're able to be the Chiefs, it can give you so much confidence. What you guys can do for the rest of the season. It's just crazy because in my head, I can't picture myself making Kansas City and and the Bengals both zero and two at the end of like these scenarios I'm presenting today. But I gotta say, I I kind of you sold me there. I think I'm gonna go with Jacksonville. Oh, now you changed your mind. All right. I think the spread at least, at least the spread because I like the spread. Kansas I like the over City here by three. See, it seems like one of those things where they're gonna have to go for a two point conversion to keep up because I genuinely think Jacksonville's offense. I don't want to say it, but like Jacksonville's offense may be better than Kansas City's offense right Look, now. Look, I'll hit the over. With Kelsey out. With Kelsey out, maybe uh, it de- as long as the wide receivers of Kansas City isn't aren't eating butterfingers before, they're fine, and then they'll be good. Um, but I'll also hit the over on this one. Been a while, man. Kansas City scored what twenty one points last week. Jacksonville scored thirty one. That's fifty two. Yep, that's more than fifty one. So there you go. Hit the over. All right, moving on to our last like game that. of the week. San Francisco 49ers making their way to LA to take on the Rams. Uh, 49ers favoring this one minus eight over under here at 44 and a half. Obviously, 49ers blanketed the Steelers last week. Blanketed. I mean, it was unbelievable. Not Everybody like the Cowboys saw, did the Giants. Sorry. No, I was gonna say by the time that by the time that San Francisco, despite the fact that their defense was unreal, their offense had accumulated like 200 yards in like you know like a quarter and a half, 
and they held the Steelers to one yard at one point, like to that point where they had 200. And I find that just as a, to be an unbelievably balanced team. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey is fully healthy and back, so nobody's worried about that right now. Had led the entire league last week with carries, 22 carries, you know, low receiving numbers. But, I mean, when you have 152 yards on the ground, nobody's going to ask you to do too much. And, I mean, uh, your guy Brandon Ayuki uh, decided to go a little off last week. If you watch the videos in the offseason, I talked about Ayuki. I, I yeah. said he's been a pretty it. favorite. And uh, it, it showed out one more time. Now, it's probably people are like, well, this is a minus eight spread. Why would you put in the game of the week? The the Rams played really, really well last yeah. week, despite not having um, Cooper Cup, despite, you know, everyone coming back from injuries, not having Jalen Ramsey anymore. Aaron Donald. I don't know if you guys saw the clip. You can find <laughs> it on the NFL. You can find it on the NFL Instagram. Poor Geno. It's Geno. <laughs> going, oh, my God. Right as oh Aaron God. Donald is coming right at him. <laughs> Um, so I think that I think that this is going to be a, a better matchup than people anticipate. Yeah. I am taking the 49ers in this one. They are what I think all teams want to be. It's this perfect balance of everything. They're passing the ball really well. They're running the ball really well. Their defense is stopping the run. Their defense is stopping the pass. And their special teams is all there. Yeah. It's just everything that you want out of a team. And it doesn't matter the quarterback. As long as Kyle Shan is leading it, it seems like they're always going to do well. It's very similar to what Andy Reid is doing in Kansas City, minus the fact that Andy Reid actually wins Super Bowls. Yeah, um, but, that's a good point there. Yeah, but to me, it's, <laughs> this will be a closer game. I, I Again, though, yeah. I am going the 49ers. I think that last week, what the huge thing that when I was looking over the stats really was Brock Purdy has won every regular season game that he's played, all six of them, and he's thrown – two touchdowns in every game. He's the only quarterback ever to do that. I think that when you're talking about that kind of efficiency, it's talking about a guy who's more than a game manager. He knows his, he can't do much with his legs, but he gets everything done. He makes all the throws. Um, you Kittle, you know, we talk about all these guys every week, but the way that he's able to use them, I think that that is going to come in handy. We saw LA's defense at times. Their front seven looks fine. Their defensive secondary does not look great, and I think that if San Francisco can get a couple of deep balls on them, it's going to be a good one. I, I really do think they're going to be dumping off to McCaffrey a lot. Like I like McCaffrey catches for sure this week, but Puka, the new receiver, whilst you know they, they lost Cooper Cup pickup. and they got Puka, and Puka's just killing it. He's balling out. But I like San Francisco. I like them just straight up here. I think that 44 and a half, I think this, these teams know each other well enough to, you know, score on each other. I don't think that San Francisco is going to do what they did to Pittsburgh last week to LA, but it's, it's very possible without Cooper cup out, you know, we, it, it really, we have to see is the Seattle defense just that bad or is Matthew Stafford just back and healthy? Cause we saw him play injured all year last year. But also, how good is the 49ers defense or oh, is the Steelers so offense? Good. I mean, obviously, they're really good. No. <laughs> but I mean, like, like, or was it also just the Pittsburgh Steelers week one yeah. got rattled and that defense just It was definitely the point, too, where, you know, even Kenny Pickett looked fine. It just seemed like they couldn't get anything moving. But then you have Nick Bosa. Now that he got paid, playing 100% of defensive snaps. Like, if I'm Stafford, that terrifies me. Yeah. You know, so like, is Aaron Donald, though. Aaron Donald, same thing. Brock Purdy. Uh, yeah, when you bring it up like that, who would I rather be? Be Brock Purdy against Aaron Donald? Or I will would you be, rather be I will again Stafford be, against I'll be, I'll be the water guy. Uh, you, wanna, you don't want to be any I, of this. I, I, I don't want to get hit by any of them. I'm just saying, it's like these, this is what you play the game for. You have a good quarterback and a good pass rusher on both teams. 
And this is not the first time we're going to see these guys play each other this season. No, not at all. All right. That is all the time that we had. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, we have a double double header Monday Night Football yeah. coming your way. Uh, first one of the season. There will be a few. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, stay tuned. Like Sean said, Monday double header coming at you. Stay tuned for our game picks. If you missed it, if you got this video, want to relive it, go back on our Just Saying page as well. Just Saying Football on YouTube and Spotify. And stay updated with everything on Instagram. Just saying with no G, WJS. Enjoy.